You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it. Hello and welcome to the Big Review Ski with Chicago Town Pizza. My name's Owen, there's Rory, and we've got three things for you today. Count them. One, amazing recommendations for you to watch on the big and small screen. Two, free pizza. All you have to do is head over to the Big Review Ski Twitter account to get your hands on those tasty, tasty goodies. And three, a very special guest from one of 2021's most highly anticipated shows. Rory, who do we have? We have Ben Schnetzer, who is the titular Why from Why the Last Man. It is based on a hugely popular graphic novel story, and it has been years in the making. Uh, so if you're excited about the, that show, which I have been for years, and Owen, I know you are as well, uh, we will be talking to him later on in this very episode. Unbelievable options. Speaking of options, those recommendations that we mentioned, you probably watch them on things like Netflix, Disney Plus, Now and Amazon. But Roy, you're here today to blow our teeny tiny TV loving minds. What have you got for us? Yeah, like, so I was taken aback upon this discovery because I know in America, they've got a few other streaming options. They've got Hulu, They've got uh, Peacock, they've got Paramount Plus, and I think those last two are actually going to make their way to Ireland before too long. They've also got HBO Max, a few other options. Uh, but over here, as you mentioned, Netflix, Prime Video, Disney Plus, now Apple TV Plus. That's kind of it. And uh, upon one of my many days at home, bored, I happened upon another streaming service that I don't think anyone in Ireland is aware they have access to. So if you've got a smart TV, there's a chance on your remote control it has a Rakuten TV button, which is essentially a PVOD platform where you can, you know, rent movies or buy movies that maybe have just come from the cinema but before they end up on other streaming sites. Uh, Or if you've got a laptop or any kind of uh, smart device, you can log on to Rakuten TV and do the same thing there. But on there is... Uh, a whole service called Stars Play, which is based from a US TV channel called Stars, which I'm pretty sure we don't have access to at all over here. But for $1.99 a month for the first six months, and then it jumps to $4.99 or £1.99 slash £4.99, depending where you are, uh, you'll have access to this streaming service called Stars Play. And I was going through its library... And it has some incredible shows on there that you may have seen either on Irish TV or uh, other terrestrial channels but aren't available on any other streaming service or shows that haven't been made available anywhere else in Ireland yet. Uh, And some some of them, like literally some of the shows was like, oh my God, I've been waiting so long to see that and now here it is. Uh, And just to give you a little, little taster, I'm going to give a quick list. Oh, are you ready for my list? I am. I think I'm ready for it. Wow me, please. Okay, here, here comes my list. Dr. Death, The Act, The Stand, Howard's End, Pennyworth, Castle Rock, Black Sails, The Girlfriend Experience, Mr. Mercedes, The Boss, Party Down, The Great, and Dublin Murders. So, that's a sum. That's not even all. I just don't have enough lung capacity to get through the whole <laughs> list. But, uh, yeah, like there's so many there that are 
just really brilliant shows that I know a lot of people are really excited about watching eventually or maybe missed when they were on TV the first time. So yeah, you've actually got secret access. Tell no one, but tell everyone because we're your pals and we want you to tell everyone that your pals that Joe told you all about it. Uh, to another streaming service at home right now. Yeah, I'm actually delighted you brought this up because whenever you mentioned Rakuten to me, I was like, where did I, where did I know that word from? First, I thought it was the move that they do in Street Fighter when he's like Rakuten. <laughs> I was like, no, that's that's not quite right. And then I remembered, look, prop alert. I brought along my. It's there. The button is right there on the remote control, and I've been accidentally hitting this button as my fingers like mashing in the dark trying to press Netflix. Um, but it's actually been there the whole time. So I will definitely, definitely been checking that out because you mentioned Dublin Murders and uh, what's the other one? Oh, yes, the uh, Pennyworth as well, which been dying to see if anyone's a fan of Batman uh, and everything associated with that world. Uh, it's great to have an opportunity to actually see that now. So uh, thanks for, as I said, blowing our teeny tiny little minds. You are welcome. Now, before we get stuck into this week's releases, myself and Rory made an undying promise to each other last week. Remember this? Well, how about this for next week, then? If you go off and watch Malignant, uh, once it's released in cinemas, I'll watch Kate uh, from the comfort of my lovely cosy sofa, and uh, I'll let you know what I think of that uh, next week. So I was going to watch Kate from the comfort of my sofa. You were going to go and see Malignant, and I feel like there's more interesting stuff in Malignant, so I'll get Kate out of the way first. We said the reviews had been atrocious. Mm. It's not as atrocious as that. If you're looking for some completely mindless action with an excellent lead, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, an excellent young actress called Miku Martineau and Woody Harrelson completely phoning it in. He does not give a shit in this film. He's not <laughs> even trying. Um, but there's some great action set pieces, but you just don't have to think. So it's worth it if you're looking to pass, uh, you know, like a, a wet afternoon, an hour, 45 minutes on Netflix. That's worth it for you but malignant rory um last week you speculated that you had one theory about it did your theory prove to be correct no no so uh warners were like we're not showing it to anyone because we want to keep the twists and turns uh top secret and my guess was that malignant was secretly connected to the conjuring that whatever was happening in malignant would kind of be up like a almost like a backdoor sequel to the conjuring universe somehow <clears throat> that was wrong i was wrong and i put my hands up i get one of these a year i was wrong uh what they did instead was completely bonkers absolutely unguessable even as it's happening and explaining it in the film i was like it's not this it can't be this it is just just <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense. How could it... And then it is this. It's this thing that uh, I am so happy that that's the decision they made. Because comparatively, my guess is is crap and, and stupid and should be left dead in the ditch. And this is just jaw-dropping. It's I can't recommend it. I, I remember the last time I was just like, what? By a movie's twist was Orphan. Uh, where it turns out what turns out in that film and you're just like jaw on the floor like oh what what this is that but on whatever drug it is that makes people go crazy so um i yeah i was wrong and i'm happy i was wrong well, a couple of things there. First of all, everybody print this out, you know, record it, frame it, do whatever you want, because Roy never admits 
that he's wrong. So that's the first time for that. But that's quite the recommendation as well. Because I was going to ask you, so would you suggest that people go and see it? But by the sounds of it, it sounds re- remarkable, incredible. So it's James Wan kind of, because re- it's so hard to like reinvent things, uh, reinvent uh, like through the horror genre as well. So that's amazing that something has come along because even from the trailer, it felt like, oh, is this just another, like, you know, let's knock it out. Annabelle Wallace done a bit of TV, couple of movies. Um, but to hear uh, your reaction to it and even online, people are just like, <laughs> I can't believe what way this film goes. So, uh, yeah, no, it sounds remarkable. Cannot wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait for everyone else to see it. And then so then we can just talk about it forever. That's as many people I'd say it will split people right down the middle. Uh, as many people will absolutely love it as they will absolutely hate it. Uh, and that's perfect. That's that's my kind of film. So Malignant is still out in Irish cinemas currently. You can go and see it. There's also a brand new release this week, Rose Plays Julie. And, you know, we've said that Ireland seems to be churning out films faster than Hollywood can keep up. And even Hollywood is coming to Ireland to make loads of their films as well. But this, even from the trailer, looks like a really excellent Irish, like tense, unnatural, unsettling kind of thriller as well. Yeah, like it takes a, a kind of a dark psychological premise of a young woman who is played by uh, Anne Skelly, who people might have seen recently in HBO's The Nevers, and she's been in lots of other stuff as well. But uh, she tries to find her birth mother. So she plays a character called Rose, and she discovers on her birth cert that she would have been named Julie had she stayed with her birth mother. So she tries to find her birth mother, who she discovers is played by uh, Orla Brady, who was in American Horror Story and Star Trek Picard, and has also been in loads of uh, other fantastic stuff, and is another amazing Irish actress. And through their conversations and interactions, she discovers the dark reasons behind why they were separated, which makes Rose slash Julie want to seek out her father, who's played by Aidan Gillen. So I'll leave it there in terms of plot, but it is super dark. It is like under your skin, psychological thriller, but playing with some very heavy topics. Um, It's not a fun time per se, but it is a very well-made movie with some great performances by some great uh, Irish performers at the center of it. Um, all kind of showing off at the top of the game what what they're capable of. And again, it's just a slightly different film than we're used to from Ireland because normally it's like either misery, porn, drama, or, oh, there's a ghost and we're laughing about it. And it's nice to see that they're actually trying something else and it actually has worked out. And critics all around the world have agreed that it is brilliant because the Rotten Tomatoes scores to the roof. Uh, So yes, if you're looking for something a bit different... And another reason to celebrate Irish cinema, then absolutely do check out Rose Place Julie. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Have you seen him? No. Yes, I have. From a distance, a couple of times. I see. Doesn't it bother you? Daddy's out there. 
Anne Skelly feels like one of those rising stars of Irish TV and film as well. Um, people probably wouldn't know her name as much as some other Irish actors currently, but um, she puts in phenomenal performances, anything that she pops up in. And uh, and again, I, for one, am shocked, let's put it on the record, that Aidan Gillen appears to be playing uh, just a creepy man in this one. And just for once, mm. I would love him to, <laughs> like, to like, can someone please? Maybe he's done it already, and and I just happen to haven't haven't seen these performances. But just something where he's so lovely and cuddly and fuzzy and warm. I want to see that side of uh, of Aidan Gillen as well. So listen, we live in hope. So that's Rose Place, Julie, currently out uh, in Irish cinemas. You can go and check it out. Now it's time for the big trailer of the week and again we were spoiled for choice loads to choose from last week no signs of the moon attacking planet earth this time around so we're, we're leaving moonfall for a week um shortly after last week's show aired the matrix resurrections trailer dropped and like i was completely blown away with it it, it, it kind of reminded me of how much I love The Matrix, so much so that I went back and watched it last weekend. Um, but that's not actually our favorite trailer of the week. But Roy, you have been doing a bit of uh, deep diving into The Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, like you can head over to John Ali now because there is one prevailing theory off the back of The Matrix Resurrections trailer that everyone on the internet seems to be sharing at the moment. If it is accurate, don't blame us for spoiling something that we haven't seen and we're all just playing a guessing game about but if you are interested to see if <clears throat> the collective internet is correct, you can check out the article uh, over on Joe right now. But yeah, as much as we will inevitably end up talking about the Matrix Resurrections quite a bit closer to release, yeah, there was there, we have to talk about Hawkeye because that trailer is really good. I wasn't super enticed or enthused about a Hawkeye series and then this trailer drops and I said to you immediately I was like this is Die Hard this is Lethal Weapon this is everything Shane Black has done this is this is Home Alone but like an 18 cert Home Alone with an actual bow and arrow in it so uh yeah like this trailer just it did it, it, the thing with the arrow and the bullseye <laughs> Some some bow and arrow metaphor, yeah? Yeah, all of those ones. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, you kind of have to say fair play to Marvel because I'd be one of those cynical types. I absolutely love Christmas time and I thought it was way too early for the C word. And I'd be like, first of December, has to be first of December. <laughs> and then in the middle of September, Marvel go and drop the trailer for this holiday season and uh, <laughs> this kind of fun action-packed trailer for Hawkeye. And uh, and now everybody's excited for Christmas already. So Marvel have done that. So obviously we have Jeremy Renner um, returning as Hawkeye. We have Hayley Steinfeld um, playing Kate Bishop, who looks to be you know like uh, taken under his wing. Um, oh, bird pun, amazing! Uh, but we also have. No hint of it in the trailer, really, but Fra Fee, uh, a young Irish actor, who's going to be playing one of the villains, we think, in this series as well. So we've got that uh, to look forward to. But as you said, um, picking up lots of like kind of Shane Black uh, influences, especially around the Christmas time setting. And it's an interesting tone because obviously Hawkeye, like, um, <laughs> he went through this really traumatic time with his family. And if this is, he's got his family back, that's great. Um, but he just looks like, oh no, hey, I'm having the uh, having the crack here, and you know, just killing lots of bad guys as well. So no, I'm, I'm very much here for that. So when can we see Hawkeye on a small screen? 
It lands on Disney Plus November 24th and will run for six weeks. So the final episode, well, the second to last episode will be December 22nd. So, and then the final episode, which I'm willing to bet all of my money on, which isn't a lot, to be honest, but will take place just after Christmas and will drop for us on December 29th. Um, yeah. And the one, oh, the one thing we don't see as well, because you mentioned Frafi, someone else we don't see is Florence Pugh. And if you've seen Black Widow, you know she is an integral part of Hawkeye's future. But we don't actually see her in this trailer. The internet's like, where's Florence? We love Florence all the time, and she's not in this trailer. Why, why is she not in this trailer? So the fact she's not in it at all is interesting. Maybe she's not as big a part as uh, Black Widow and Marvel have like maybe led her up to be. Yeah, so that's Hawkeye, uh, an early Christmas present from Marvel to all of us. Thanks, Marvel. Thank you. This is the first Christmas we've had together in years. I love you guys. I'm making up for some lost time. Authorities are wondering if the masked vigilante who terrorized the city's underworld is back. The past has caught up with me. As promised, it's time for our TV recommendations. Brand new shows and movies that are coming straight to your home this week. Up first, we have Nightbooks. What can you tell us about this, Rory? This is a... Basically, it's a horror movie for tween ages, that whole age group. It's definitely got a Goosebumps vibe to it, but maybe slightly scarier because it's actually produced by Sam Raimi, who's the Evil Dead guy, and he's made a career out of scaring people. Uh, it's directed by the guy who made Brightburn, which was that scary Superman kid movie from a few years back, and it's written by the guy who wrote The Curse of La Jarona. So lots of horror going on, um, <clears throat> but it is definitely aimed more towards a younger age group. It's about a witch who's played by uh, Kristen Ritter, who's just a fantastic comedian actress anyway. Um, and she threatens to kill a young boy unless he can entertain her night after night with amazing stories that he has to come up with. Uh, he's trapped within this kind of maze-like castle world that the witch has created, and every night he's to come up with a new story that will entertain her enough that she, she doesn't eat him or whatever witches do with kids, uh, while also trying to find a way out of uh, of this scary witch castle maze thing. Uh, yeah, like, it, it looks... It looks like fun. Kristen Ritter is clearly having a blast in the role. Um, <clears throat> there's just, I think I will enjoy it more than the kids it's aimed towards. Uh, that's not a read or whatever. It just seems like my kind of film. So, yeah. I should let you live. I write scary stories. I'm going to need a story every night. Or it's the last thing you'll ever do. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. This feels like it's aimed more at me. You said the teenager audience, but I can know that this feels like my level of horror because as I watched the trailer, 
as you said, goosebumps. Like this felt very kind of Saturday afternoon. Oh, I'm enjoying this, but there's a few scares. But then the trailer got really scary in places as well. It looks like there's some uh, real proper horror images and creatures in there. So it feels that just that little bit darker as well. So no, definitely looking forward uh, to Nightbook. So that's our first release. Uh, what else have we got? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, so Nightbooks is actually down to Netflix. This next one is coming to Prime Video. I think it was meant to come to cinemas, but then that whole last year and a half thing happened. So it didn't happen. It's based on a hugely popular West End musical called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. It's about a, uh, a, a kind of a teenager in, in middle England school who decides he wants to become the most fabulous and popular drag queen in the entire world, um, which is, you would imagine, a difficult decision to make at that particular age group because everyone's still finding themselves and, uh, you know, your peers in school might not be as open-minded and as friendly as you might want them to be, uh, but his mother is super supportive, whereas the teachers in his school might not be. Uh, it's got a, an amazing supporting cast. Sharon Horgan is in there. Richard E. Grant is in there. Um, and so if you're looking for a musical that is absolutely full of joy, but also 110% guaranteed to make you cry at some point, uh, everybody's talking about Jamie. Baby, I'm a hit. Ladies and gentlemen, Legit. would you give a warm welcome for the soon-to-be legendary Jamie New. Me? Sorry, miss. Just daydreaming. Last but not least, we have Gunpowder Milkshake. And I think I remember getting excited about this a few years ago whenever I heard the premise uh, of the movie. And then we'd actually seen the trailer a long time ago, but it's finally getting some sort of release now. And uh, I just, I love the look of this. I love the cast as well. Um, so what can you tell us about this one? Yeah, so this stars uh, Karen Gillan, who everyone should know from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. She plays a assassin, an up-and-coming assassin, who instead of, you know, doing her job, she decides to protect a young girl from another group of assassins. So the only way she knows how is to uh, reunite with her estranged mother, who is also an assassin, and she's played by Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. And also in her mother's kind of den is another coven of assassins. Everyone in this film is an assassin, apparently. But it also has uh, Michelle Yeoh and Carla Gugino and Angela Bassett. Like, the, the, the cast of this is just phenomenal. My only issue is it comes a week after Case, which was about an assassin, uh, a female assassin kind of, you know, going against the job she had just been given. So it seems a little bit, we just got this last week, but I am hoping it is different enough because of that all-star cast and because of, uh, like, as you said, the trailer looks like a lot of fun. So that one is coming to now uh, this weekend as well. So lots of, you've got a, a good action movie, you've got a scary one, and you've got a happy, sad musical. So literally... Just about every single genre is covered at home this weekend. I need to exchange some books. Come. Scarlet's kid. How is your mother? 
haven't seen her in 15 years. Mom! Let's get you into a good book. You'll need a Jane Austen. A Virginia Woolf. And an Agatha Christie. For reading. Yeah, as you said, uh, inevitable comparisons with Kate from last week. But having watched that and even just looking at the trailer for this one, this one seems much brighter and more bubbly if assassins killing people can be nice and bubbly uh, and a lot more fun. It feels like, do you know the Deadly Viper assassination squad from the Kill Bill movies? It feels mm. like if they weren't all killed off in those films, as if they all like got together and grew up together uh, and were still killing uh, lots of bad guys around them. So um, it also has that kind of promising young woman bubblegum feel to it uh, as well. So a lot of nice mixtures there. So uh, can't wait to watch that this weekend. Now, speaking of watching something this weekend, it's time for a pizza and a movie. Uh, all you have to do is sit down at home with your Chicago Town pizza. Myself and Rory are locked in a titanic battle of uh, hopefully you'll choose one of our recommendations to watch last weekend. Now, last week, Rory, you chose The Truman Show, which is a film I absolutely love, and I chose Walk the Line, and you had high hopes for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my my mommy uh, said to me, why are, you, why are you never winning any of these pizza in the movie <laughs> head-to-heads? And I had to look at her dead in the eye. With a, with a real sense of disappointment ago, I don't know. But I was sure with the Truman Show, I was going to... Because, like, Walk the Line, yes, it's it's a good film. But no one talks about Walk the Line anymore, whereas people still talk about the Truman Show. <clears throat> and somehow... I, this, I, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. So, yeah. Well, your your mommy actually texted me and she said that she secretly voted for Walk the Line this week, my one as well. So thank you wow. very much, Mrs. Cashin, as well. Um, and can we please uh, get our obligatory drumroll sound effect, please? Thank you very much. So the results have been tallied. And last week's result, winning 60% to 40%, it wasn't even close, was Walk the Line, uh, nudging uh, the Truman Show over to the side. So yet another victory. Even I'm feeling sorry for you now uh, at this stage. I'm rooting for you. So what have you chosen for this week's pizza in a movie? Right. Okay. Um, It won Oscars. It was a huge box office hit. It features two of the hottest, most attractive men in Hollywood. Uh, like, I do, if this doesn't win, I'm not playing this game anymore. So, it is The Revenant. Here is The Revenant. It has just been added to Netflix this week. Leo finally won his Oscar. Six nominations in. It's one of the most beautifully cinematographed movies, or whatever that word is, of all time. Like, he fights a bear. Tom Hardy's in it. Donald Gleason's in it. What do you want? What do you want? I, I, you're gonna. I'm already annoyed at why you have. I haven't even said yet what you're gonna pick, and I'm already annoyed. I'm so confident of victory. I love the Revenant, but you're definitely gonna lose. Again. Oh. Um, the the film that I picked was the reason I've chosen it is because it's celebrating its ten year anniversary uh, this week, and uh, yet yeah, was released in Ireland back in 2011, and it has just it's so cool it's got a killer soundtrack uh you wish you were you were the guy oh, who's no. the star of the show as well and an amazing cast of like kind of not no big showy names but it's got brian cranston 
uh, Ron Perlman, Oscar Isaac, Christina Hendricks, but the star of the show, uh, mumbling his way through it with his little toothpick and his amazing scorpion jacket. It is, of course, Ryan Gosling in Drive. So that's my choice for next week. So Drive versus The Revenant. I guess we'll just we'll just have to wait and see how that pans out. Yeah, I guess we will. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, thanks uh, for the inevitable victory, everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, that pretty much wraps it up for this week's show. Uh, thank you, Rory, as ever. Thank you to everybody for watching and listening to the show as well. We couldn't do it without you. And thank you to Chicago Town Pizza and all the backroom team uh, as well. Don't forget, you can head over to the Bigger Yuski Twitter account to be in with the chance of winning those free tasty pizza goodies. Uh, and coming up on next week's show, we've got Guns and Gangsters. And a great, a great list of guests because, Roy, you actually had the chance to speak to a whole load of people from the brand new Sopranos prequel movie, The Many Saints of New York. Yeah, no less than six of the people involved, from the director to the writer to what felt like the entire cast list. Um, yeah, so we were very lucky to chat to so many of them. <clears throat> so we'll have to somehow figure out which one of them will be our big guest next week. Uh, but this week... We, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we've got Ben Schnetzer, who is the lead, kind of, of the adaptation of Why the Last Man. Uh, you can check out the entire interview. It's up on Joe Delay's YouTube channel right now. But this specific section is all about how he came to essentially replace our own Barry Keoghan in the lead role in the show. Uh, so, yeah, so if you're wondering, it's happened a lot in Hollywood, where you hear someone's playing a thing, and then they're not playing it, and then someone else is playing it. Uh, So this is kind of an insight into what plays out behind the scenes when someone is recast in a huge Hollywood production. For me, it's it's always easier to just have a clean break. I'm I'm a fan of Barry's. I'm a big admirer of his. I think he's great. I don't I don't know kind of what what transpired nor do I particularly I kind of as an actor I'm kind of like this business is so crazy and you know a lot of this stuff happens more often than we're aware of and um I kind of just you know you get the phone call that oh hey you know they the 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 showrunners because I think the the showrunners had kind of changed hands and and some of that some pieces had been moved around there and um and so for me, I was just kind of like, just keep my head down, do my job. And um, yeah, but I, um, that's kind of how it plays out for me. It's, and, and it happens, you know, it's happened a few times where you just get it, you know, get a call and it's like, oh, something happened with scheduling or this or that. And this role is back open. Do you want to come in for it? And you're just like, dude, totally, totally. Um, so yeah, but I remember I had done, I did a pilot for FX the year before which was the same time that they were doing that, 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 uh, uh, why the last man had gotten commissioned. And so I remember being aware of it and it being on my radar that like, Oh, great. I can't wait to see this show when it gets made. And so it's, um, it's just crazy how things all kind of play out. And, uh, yeah, but it's funny what, you know, speaking of Irish performers, I just watched, uh, I just binged this way up, um, with, is it Ashlyn B? Yes. It- yes. 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 Yep. Dude. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. I was just racking my brain there, but yes. Yeah, she is. Um, she's one of our favorites right now. I mean, you guys, you guys are <laughs> you, you got a good team over there in Ireland. You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town Pizza. Yeah, we go to town on it. <laughs>